All right, good evening, everyone. It is six o'clock. I'm Kimberly M. Starks, accredited public relations practitioner and principal consultant of the specialist communications firm, Blue Scorpion Reputation Management. We have the distinguished pleasure of having Dr. John Preston, who is the Dean of the College of Computing and Software Engineering and Professor of Software Engineering and Game Development at Kennesaw State University. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. Thank you, Kimberly. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Yes, absolutely. Well, I'm very excited about tonight's discussion. Dr. Preston, again, serves as the Dean of the College of Computing and Software Engineering and Professor of Software Engineering and Game Development at Kennesaw State University. He previously served as Faculty Executive Assistant to the President, the Department Chair for the Software Engineering and Game Development, which is the SWEGD, and founder and program coordinator for the Bachelor of Science in Computer Game Design and Development at Kennesaw State University, formerly Southern Polytechnic State University. He also founded KSU's Center of Applied Computing. Prior to joining KSU, Dr. Preston was an associate professor, assistant professor, and department chair of information technology at Clayton State University and was a lecturer and program coordinator in the College of Computing at the Georgia Institute of Technology, Georgia Tech. Dr. Preston has been an ABET CSAB commissioner for the past seven years and has received numerous computing programs throughout the US over the past nine years. Dr. Preston earned his PhD in computer science from Georgia State University and his bachelor and master's degrees in computer science from Georgia Tech. So again, welcome, Dr. Preston. You have such an accomplished background. So thank you for, for coming on today. It's my pleasure. Yes, absolutely. Well, tonight's discussion is about Kennesaw State University and the degree programs that you have in game design and computer engineering and developing Georgia's technology pipeline. So we'd love to hear all about it. And for our viewers, before we, we joined, Dr. Preston was sharing uh, about the fact that the college reaches out to students well before they are high school juniors and seniors. So tell us about uh, the program and how students uh, learn about KSU from when they're in middle school, which is awesome. Absolutely. Well, I'll, I'll start by saying that I'm here today because a group of fourth grade teachers reached out and taught me programming back in the day. And, and so I'm trying to pay that forward. Okay. We really believe that, you know, Computing provides so many opportunities. Okay. Uh, the jobs that are out there, uh, great paying jobs, creative jobs, really jobs that can help influence our society and culture uh, positively in so many ways. And so we really want to make sure that people have that option. And we find that students by seventh grade have really chosen to go one way or the other, right? Either towards or away from computing and STEM. So we really try to focus on kind of that fifth, sixth grade uh, area 
and let students know about computing and about mathematics and science so mm -hmm. that they can make that choice to say, yeah, that's really cool. That's, that's the kind of thing I'd like to be doing. And then take those classes in their middle and high school so that they are prepared for their college career. And I think that's, that's awesome. So share with us about your journey. I, I like the fact that you said your fourth grade teachers is yeah. who got you interested in computing. Talk, talk a little bit about that. Sure. So it was an enrichment thing. It was one of these things where they pulled you out of either math or science for an hour every week and they would teach us a little bit of programming. And this was back when computers were huge, right? <laughs> and uh, it was just black and white computing screen. And we would nerd out on this, and I found it just fascinating that I could tell the computer what to do rather than the other way around. And I could create and write programs to make things come on the screen and tell the, the computer to do what I wanted it to do. It was really empowering. And so ever since then, I've just been intrigued by computing as a means of creativity and a means to do other things, right? Computing by itself is just a box on the desk. So what can you do with a computer? And that's really my focus and what we try to instill in our students, that it's what you do with this technology that can really change the world. You know, KSU and SPSU merged together about five or six years ago, six yes. years or so ago. And there was a lot of work in that. So you had computer science at Kennesaw State and you had information technology and software engineering, uh, game design and CS. So we created the college in the new KSU once that consolidation was complete. Okay. But this games program has been around for a decade. It was the first mm -hmm. bachelor's degree uh, in game design and development in the state of Georgia. Uh, really happy about that. And we've seen some others come up. So we were on the forefront of that, trying to create opportunities for students to build games and take that mentality of game design and apply it in businesses throughout the state. That, that is excellent. And right now where we have more people who are indoors and they are consuming entertainment, playing video games, uh, does that mean that more students are pursuing degrees specific to gaming? I hope so. If we, you know, we'll know in two weeks when the semester opens, right, our enrollment numbers look like they're growing. Uh, but, you know, I'm here because I like to play games back in the day. And I thought, yeah, okay. you know, let's uh, let's make this computer do what I want it to do. And I'm hoping that students out there, no matter how old or young they are, say they, they can get in. And the fact that the game designs program has been around for 10 years, um, that really speaks volumes. So share with us how it has evolved Southern Polytech. Um, mm -hmm. But I, I'd love to hear more. Sure. So imagine the, the freshman class that's coming in this fall. Yes. Right? Those students would have been seven when our games program was created. Huh? It would have been six when the Android phone came out and they would have been five when the iPhone came out. So they've lived in this world of mobile computing and computing in your pocket. They've never really known a different uh, time. But when we, when we made this program, this games program 11 years ago, one of the courses that we added into it was mobile and casual game design. Mm -hmm. That was novel at the time, okay. and certainly over 10 years, what you can do with a mobile phone is absolutely tremendous now. Yes. So we've changed the content, we, we revise it, we keep it fresh, we keep it current, we change the technology that we teach, but those okay. core principles of what makes something compelling. And if I, you know, back in the 80s, I would walk by an arcade game and I would hear it, you know, blinking and see it blinking and, and calling out to me and I would go play it because it was compelling. Now you've got so much content at our fingertips, whether it's 
in streaming music and TV or whether it's in games or, or uh, audio, you know, music on the phone. So what gets people's attention and how do you design something that is not only attention grabbing, but people can be really good at it, you know, right from the start. And yet right. it still is a challenge and you want to come back to it over and over again. Exactly. And you all are meeting that need real time. Are there yep. any particular industries or companies uh, who come to you directly looking for talent? Sure. Well, there's a lot of, you know, there's the entertainment and media space in Georgia is fantastic, right? One of the reasons we created this degree program 10 years ago was because the foresight of the Georgia legislators who put the tax credits in place, right? And if you play games or you've seen movies, you watch that credit, you see that Georgia peach come up, you've, you've seen that for years, right? So whether it's music or movies or games, Georgia's a, a great place and the Atlanta metro Atlanta area has great companies coming to it. So game studios are coming and uh, working with us and, and getting talent, but also the, the mentality of, of what makes a game, you know, go back to that psychology mm -hmm. of user-centered design, uh, making a game interface and, and understanding all of the complexity of that and managing that is applicable in so many areas. So you can do corporate training and any of the large companies are interested in that. Yes. You don't have to work for a game studio, although many of our students land there, they also are viable on the broader market and can go to large companies or even small boutique studios. Okay, that is, that's great. Mm -hmm. So for those who are tuning in now thinking, hey, maybe I should attend KSU, share with us in what ways you prepare your students for the workforce. Well, first, we'd love to have you. So if you're interested in coming to Kennesaw State, absolutely, come on. Um, but how do we prepare you? We, we really believe from day one, you should be thinking about what is that gonna look like when I graduate? We don't, you know, we don't just take the classes and then when you get to the end, you graduate and then start looking for a job. We wanna connect students with industry early. So we have invited talks where industry speakers come and talk with our classes. Uh, we've got uh, hackathons and game jams that we put on where companies will sponsor prizes and they'll pitch ideas that student teams can work on and develop. And then that's a great way for students to not only make connections with the industry, but also the industry partners can see the talent of the students that we've got and they can say, yeah, that's somebody I wanna hire. So it's a great way of getting that kind of connection. All of our students also work on a capstone project in their last year. And it's something that's a culmination piece whether it's a video game that they develop or whether it's a piece of software or a design of a website. And this is really a showpiece that they can put in their portfolio. Okay. Most of those capstone projects are sponsored by companies. So the company will come and they'll pitch an idea and the student teams will work on it. So it's a nice three or four month long interview. And the companies then very often will want those same students to come work for them. Very similar to internships. So we really want students to kind of do that crossfade we're trying to solve that problem of how do you get a job without experience, but how do you get experience without a job? And so within our programs, we really want to create a space where students can grow in their maturity and their skills and companies can find those students that are really shining and outstanding. Right. And that's really important that you are really helping to hone uh, students' skills so that when they do go out into the workforce, they're able to hit the ground running. Absolutely. And we yes. hear from our uh, industry partners that will hire our interns and they'll do great work then and then more often than not they get converted into full-time job offers. Oh that's amazing. So with that being said, 
share with us one of your proudest moments as dean. Uh, so I'll give you an, uh, a recent one. Okay. Uh, based on the connections that we have, uh, had some of our industry partners come to us through the Make-A-Wish Georgia Foundation. Okay. And there was a young boy who is uh, battling cancer, and his wish was to see his video game created. So he had the design, and he had all the ideas. Okay. Um, and through his Make-A-Wish Foundation and some local game companies, we did a game jam in January. We had some some of our students working on teams to realize his game. And then after that game jam in January, went on through February, March, and April and continued working on that. Happy to say that he took his last dose of chemo five days ago. And on that day, the team presented him with his completed game. So that's a great example of industry and the partnerships that we have and the talent of our students and the community and kind of giving back. So it's just a win-win all around. It's a fantastic yes. means to, to brighten his day. And we're looking now to extend that and make it a multiplayer game so his friends and others who are uh, battling cancer can, can play, play the oh, game. Oh, that's great. That's a great story. It is. Yes. And for Kennesaw State to be able to facilitate that, that's, that's wonderful. Well, as a public institution, you know, we're here to serve the state of Georgia, right? That's our mandate. And so we are a university that wants to be very connected to the state, not only from a community perspective, but also from a business perspective. Yes, that's, that's great. So I'm, I'm learning so much today. I, I really had the mindset of, you know, if you are a high school junior or a high school senior, but as you've said, there are students who are in middle school, um, quite possibly elementary school, who are playing video games. So to that, to that point, if you are a young person deciding on a career path, should you follow what interests you at that young age? I would say yes, Kimberly. So that's why I'm here, right? I, I, got, I caught the computer bug when I was in the fourth grade and I never looked back. So uh, for anyone watching who is uh, playing games and thinks this is cool, uh, reach out. I'd be happy to, to give you some information, connect to some resources. There's just so many free uh, content out there that, that you can learn and get stronger and get ready. Uh, take the classes and we can advise you on some of the high school classes that are going to best prepare you. Um, but if you're a parent or you're a relative of someone who's younger and into games, then uh, being that inspiration for them and showing them where they can go is really important. You know, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. What are some ways that parents can be helpful, especially during that young, tender, impressionable age? Uh, so I'm, I'm a parent myself of four great kids. And what I've always told them is find what wakes you up in the morning, right? Uh, pursue that passion. So I think uh, to, to inspire kids, we need to broaden their experiences and help them see different things, you know, museum, art, music, theater, all of these great things, uh, science museums, right? We've got TELUS right up the road, fantastic place. So expose them to as much as you can and see what really gets them going and then encourage that as much as possible. Uh, use Kennesaw as a resource. We've got not just in the College of Computing, but all of our colleges have some amazing resources, whether it's College of the Arts or College of Business or Humanities and Social Sciences, Architecture and Construction Management and Engineering. So all of these colleges have uh, events and resources for 
K-12. And, and we are a resource to the state. So hope you reach out to us and, and find what really interests your, your young, young students and encourage them to explore. And that's great that you provide that encouragement. And since you mentioned some of the other colleges that are a part of KSU, do you or have you integrated in some regards the, let's just say, architecture with game design or computer Absolutely. software design? Yeah, so a couple of examples. The Architecture College collaborated with us. Uh, our game students could take their drawings and their 3D models okay. and then create an interactive experience. So rather than seeing them on static or kind of a 3D model, we could make it interactive. You could move throughout the spaces. Uh, most recently, back earlier this year, we uh, did a joint production with the College of the Arts. So if you were to ask me to make a game, I could make the game, but the art would be stick figures, right? <laughs> it wouldn't look that great. So you've got great talent in College of the Arts for 3D modeling and animation and texture and design. So we collaborated with them on a dance production where the dancers were on the stage and we lowered a scrim and were projecting some of the work that our students did uh, in particles and flames and snow and 3D models. So it was kind of a mixture of real life with the dancers and the virtual life superimposed. So like I said before, computers are really a way to empower other things. And it's in those uh, intersections of different disciplines that really, uh, really make, make things shine. So what, what the college produces is so important for not only the technology industry, but for several industries across Georgia. Talk about the impact that KSU and the talent that you produce, uh, the impact that it has on the economy in Georgia. Sure. So KSU has a tremendous economic impact uh, every year, right? Um, just, I'd say thousands of graduates every year. We're a university of 38,000 students now. Uh, we're one of the 50 largest universities in, uh, in the nation. And if you look at the number of graduates that we have, I think our alumni base is now over 110,000. So there's just a tremendous impact that we've had in helping people realize their educational dreams and get out there in the workforce and do good. So it's not just in computing, but in all of these disciplines, having a great impact on, on the community. I didn't realize uh, that KSU is, has grown to become so big. So the footprint is not only in Georgia, but nationally. Absolutely. I've got a, a graduate who, uh, I guess he graduated about six years ago. He's working at Intel out in California. And so our, our students, most of them stay in Georgia. And, and we consider that a point of pride because mm -hmm. uh, we, as a state institution, want to make sure that we're pouring resource, the resources that we have been entrusted with uh, really benefit the state, but also happy to say that our graduates are mobile. They can compete on a national and an international uh, stage. That's really good. And when you talk about life cycle management, that's more of a marketing jargon-ish term, but the fact that you reach out so young while uh, students are, you know, really just taking an interest in, in what it is that they love and helping to hone that as they grow all the way uh, matriculating 
uh, all the way until they, they graduate and actually start their careers. I think that's pretty awesome. Sure. Well, it's a pipeline, right? The students that we worked with 10 years ago when our games program started are now, you know, if they were in the fourth grade then, they're now in their, let's call it sophomore, junior years here at KSU. So the students that we have now are here because of the work we did 10 years ago. And when they graduate and become alumni and are working, then we're, we're part of that pipeline in helping students from K-12 all the way into their careers. That is amazing. Now, I have to ask, and I've asked this question before, which it started a really good discussion between us. The outlook now in the games industry, how everything looks now, in comparison to what potentially the games industry could look like, let's just say five years from now, share with us your thoughts on that. Well, so the economic impact continues to grow, right? Uh, Globally, uh, games is what, $140 billion a year. Um, The viewership of live streaming is larger than HBO, ESPN, Netflix combined. So the number of people that are engaged in gaming is tremendous. But if you look at the history of gaming, it's often always been a very social endeavor. So games now, we play multiplayer and through high-speed networks, right? You hook up your Xbox or your PlayStation Mm -hmm. or your computer, but the arcades of the 1980s were always a place where people came together socially. So games are always a means by which people can come together and enjoy and and compete and have, have a good time. And people are always interested in that, you know, with COVID and everything that we're dealing with now and social distancing, games are a way where people, even if they're physically separated, can really come together and have a good time. So sales projected are, are looking to, to grow. Uh, this sector of the economy is on uh, poised to continue to, to explode globally. And really, it's all about access, right? With the advent of the mobile phone, the smartphone uh, 12, 13 years ago. Now everyone has access to a network and content and can play. You don't have to be sitting on a couch and you don't have to have a big screen TV. It's, it's always there and always in your pocket. That is very true. So for those who are viewing now, who are parents or who are older uh, teenagers, what recommendations do you have for them now in getting into this space? Well, it's never been easier, right? The, okay. the, uh, the barriers to entry are really eliminated. So if you, even on your, your mobile device, you don't even have to have a computer to be able to explore these concepts. Mm-hmm. So I would encourage you to look at some of these free resources, the tools that you can use. You know, it used to be, uh, I remember uh, longer than I want to admit, let's say over two decades ago, paying hundreds of dollars just to have software that I could use to get graphics on the screen. Mm. And now that's entirely free uh, through Unity or Unreal. These are free tools that anyone can download and author their own games. Uh, If you don't even want to install that software, Mm -hmm. then there's a a number of things you can use on consoles. If you've got a PlayStation, there's a, a game you can buy called Dreams, and it lets you build 3D scenes and have cinema quality video in your games uh, with lighting and putting all of the scene together. Mm. So for for either free, uh, Unity or Unreal, or for 
a few dozen dollars, you can you can get dreams and you can start exploring and build build scenes and test this out and see if it's something you want to do. Okay, thank you for that. Um, yes, that is valuable information. Are there any other websites or resources that students can access in preparation to get to KSU? Well, I'd start with our, our college website, which okay. is CCSE, right, for the College of Computing and Software Engineering, so ccse.kennesaw.edu. And you've got my contact information there. I'd be happy to point you to some resources. And also from there, it shows you all of our degree programs. Uh, we've got links to advising and orientations and open houses. Obviously, that looks a little different right now because of COVID, but we're running open houses online and happy to have you join one of those and learn more about the programs we have at Kennesaw State. Wonderful. Is there a particular time that students and parents should engage? What I mean is, should engagement begin in the springtime or does it begin in the fall? You can apply late, but uh, you know, I guess as college counselors will tell you, uh, you want to apply as early as possible, right? Early admission uh, begins in the fall before your graduating year, right? So if you're in your junior and senior year, that's the best time to look and figure out what's a, a good match for you. Okay. And so applying in that fall of your senior year at the latest is a good idea. So you might want to be looking in the summer or even in the spring of your junior year about where you'd like to go. Okay. And for those companies that may be interested in learning more about the college and the students that you produce, how would they find out more? Um, I'm happy to answer any, any questions they've got, so they can email me. Okay. Uh, it's johnpreston at kennesaw.edu, and there's no H in John, right? So it's just J-O-N, Preston. Uh, I, don't, I don't care if you misspell it, but the computer does, right? So <laughs> johnpreston at kennesaw.edu, and I'd be happy to talk with you about opportunities. We also have Dawn Tatum as our industry liaison, and she helps coordinate our industry collaborations and partnerships, whether it's internships, hackathons, game jams, or these capstone projects. Okay, wonderful. Yes, what you all provide the students is invaluable. And the fact that, again, you, you are agile in being able to respond to market needs so very quickly, that's, that's commendable. Thank you, Kimberly. I'm happy to say, you know, in addition to games, we've got computer science, IT, and software engineering. And in the last year, we've also spun up a cybersecurity degree that starts next month. And we've also got FinTech. So if it's got anything to do with computing, then there's a place for it here. That's wonderful. I, and you know, excuse me, that brings up a great point. We talked a lot about game design, but we didn't spend time on engineering or the new newer programs that you will be launching. We do have a few minutes. I'd love to hear about your FinTech program and your cybersecurity program. Sure. So to your point about being responsive to industry, yes, there are hundreds of jobs available in uh, fintech, right? Atlanta is uh, huge, right? We call it fintech alley, uh, payment processing alley. There's billions of dollars every day that are flowing through Atlanta systems and companies and doing payment processing in particular. So that's a huge area. Of course, cybersecurity, uh, whether it's from a national security or from a business perspective, uh, privacy, all of these concerns are huge and are uh, certainly here to stay. So from a uh, consumer perspective, making sure individuals are managing their privacy and their security, but also corporations 
So that's a, another area where there's thousands of jobs that are going unfilled and we're trying to meet that need by creating these programs. So we not only have four-year degrees that students can come in after high school or, or if they're, they're wanting to do this, we're also flexible in offering uh, online degrees. So people can be working full-time while they're getting these degrees and that cybersecurity is a great example of that at the bachelor's and the master's level. You can complete these degrees completely online while you work or while you're doing whatever you need to be doing during the day. That's wonderful. And before we, before we go, share with us again, please, how prospective students uh, can reach out to Kennesaw State University to apply. Sure. So you can start from our college's website, ccse.kennesaw.edu or email me, John Preston at Kennesaw.edu, and I'd be happy to get you in touch with admissions, and also you can explore all of our different degree offerings there. Wonderful. Well, Dr. Preston, I want to thank you again for, for your time. I've learned so much about Kennesaw State University and commend you again for the tremendous growth of both the college and the university. And anytime there's any new programs that are developing out of the college where you'd like to come and talk about it, you're more than welcome to come back. We'd love to have you. And thank you again. Thank you, Kimberly. It's been a pleasure to be with you. And yes. Hope everybody out there has a great evening and love to see you at Kennesaw. Come join us. All right. Great. Well, that's it for us this evening. To our viewer, viewers, we'd like to thank you. Please visit Blue Scorpion Reputation Management at bluereputation.today. And if you'd like to receive regular business communications tips, you also can text us blue tips to 63975. Again, I'm Kimberly M. Starks, accredited public relations practitioner and principal consultant of Blue Scorpion Reputation Management. That's our time. Thank you, Dr. Preston. Have a good night, everyone. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye.